This week, the Talk Radio Network News Talk ZB sprang a surprise with the sudden launch of a new online news service for subscribers called ZB Plus. Now, it wasn't a surprise that the owners NZME would put up another paywall for its content. It already offers digital subscriptions for the Herald's premium content in journalism and its fashion and lifestyle stuff called Viva. And NZME also owns Business Desk, whose business stories are behind another paywall, and it also runs one for the Listener Magazine's content on the Herald's website. But while all those were launched with a bit of a hiss and a roar, this one arrived with no advance notice this week, until the New Zealand Herald's editor-at-large, Shane Carey, broke the news on the Herald's website on Tuesday. So what will people who pay a premium for ZB Plus actually get? Well, on the ZB website, they promise this. You'll find no mealy-mouthed, non-committal utterances here. News Talk ZB gets straight to the point with the best opinion writers and exclusive news you can always trust. And ZB Plus also says that it offers leading opinions from today's opinion leaders and that our writers and reporters will call it as they see it. Though most major news organisations are usually at pains to say their reporters don't actually do opinions, they just report the facts. Now previously, Shane Curry, who the Herald calls its media insider, had revealed the paywalls that the Herald's rivals at Stuff were planning to put up for their local news, which was a headache for Stuff at the time because it wasn't quite ready to launch and didn't really want the world to know its commercial details. But the ZB Plus website went live on ZB's own website last Tuesday, just as Shane Curry's story about it hit the Herald's site. Now the Herald and ZB are of course owned by the same company, NZME, so was this a coincidence, or was this a bit of commercial choreography, or curryography, even? Well, a disclaimer on Shane Curry's story made it clear that he did know all about this paywall plan before Tuesday. Media insider columnist Shane Curry has been helping recruit several columnists for the new venture. And those first columnists are an interesting bunch. A couple are already ZB contributors and broadcasters, such as Fran O'Sullivan, NZME's Editorial Director of Business, and also the Managing Director of NZ Inc., whose mission is to enable New Zealand business and leaders to succeed by staying informed on current events. Now, Jamie Mackay presents NZME's rural show The Country, and Company Director Bruce Cotterill already does regular opinion pieces for The Herald. And the boss of the New Zealand initiative think tank, Oliver Hartwich, already writes columns of his own as well, as does former ACT Party MP Muriel Newman on the website of her own think tank, the New Zealand Centre for Political Research. And add to that lineup Catherine Rich, a former National Party MP who formerly lobbied for big food retailers at the Food and Grocery Council. And it's all looking like the straight-talking opinions on ZB Plus are likely to be right-leaning and pretty pro-business. And the editor in charge of all this is Philip Crump. Now, in his Herald story, Shane Curry called him a well-known writer. But that's a bit of an odd description of a lawyer who was unknown in the media until recently, at least under his own name. But he did gain some notoriety through his Substack newsletter and Twitter account under the pseudonym Thomas Cranmer, the name of an Archbishop of Canterbury back in the time of Henry VIII, who was eventually executed for heresy. Now, this modern-day blogger's motivation, though, appeared to be transparency. His modus operandi was combing through documents in the public domain or obtained under the Official Information Act about government projects and state agencies. 
Now, some of his revelations were picked up by the mainstream media and columnists, such as details of government contracts and grants awarded to organisations run by, or associated with, relatives of former local government minister Nanaia Mahuta, and that was at a time when the Three Waters controversy was at its height. But recently, media writer Daniel Dunkley at NZME-owned Business Desk put two and two together after reading an anguished online Thomas Cranmer essay which was published by the UK-based Spectator, in which he argued that New Zealand was being deeply damaged by identity politics and intersectionality. And in that recent article, Unmasking Philip Crump, he told Daniel Dunkley New Zealand would be better off with a more partisan press, a bit more like they have in the UK. So maybe ZB Plus will be something like that, but why would NZME put a non-journalist in charge of an outlet which says no story will be off-limits for news and commentary? So Media Watch asked to speak to NZME's Chief Digital and Publishing Officer Carolyn Louie and the ZB Plus editor and transparency enthusiast Philip Crump. But NZME said through a spokesperson they declined to comment on this occasion, though they did thank us for the opportunity. Well, News Talk ZB already has a lot of radio hosts airing their opinions often, and many are strident and lean to the political right. And, as we mentioned, many of ZB Plus's contributors already put their own opinions out there online. And some of Muriel Newman's ones for her own Centre for Political Research are pretty out there as well. For instance, she railed against vaccine coercion a few times during the COVID crisis, and just one day before the ZB Plus announcement, she published a column condemning the news media like this. Most mainstream media organisations accepted handouts from Labour's $55 million Public Interest Journalism Fund and, as a result, became echo chambers for government propaganda. With tens of millions of dollars of additional taxpayers' money also poured into the media through government advertising and sponsorship, it's no wonder the public became worried the media had been bought off and could no longer be trusted as a reliable source of information. Coincidentally, NZME was one of the biggest media beneficiaries of government support. It accepted millions in wage subsidies as well as advertising and a chunk of that public interest journalism fund funding. But in that column on Tuesday, Dr Muriel Newman also said this. We don't need the media to advocate political agendas. We have politicians for that. But what we do need is balance and truth in the news. Is that too much to ask? Well, no, it isn't. But it will be interesting to see if ZB Plus delivers a bit of that as well.